Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who want just a little more. Hello, Jason. I have something to say. On a podcast? Crazy. Crazies! (laughs) I... It's actually quite full circle. Now, we started this podcast on a quest to enjoy a beverage. And this weekend, I finally enjoyed a martini for the first time. Whoa. Okay. I've got so many questions to ask. Who made it for you? Um, The bartender at Londo in... Ototahi Christchurch. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Shout out to that guy. He's quite cute, actually. Ooh. Yeah. Shout in to that guy. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. My second <laughs> question is, what what's changed? You know, I was discussing this with friend of the pod, Tom, who, for those of you who don't know, we have had some listener feedback that the premise of Tom's and our relationship with Tom has maybe not been explained in recent episodes and we've been talking about him a lot. So for those of you who don't know, Tom is our dear friend who opened a cafe in Christchurch called Tom's. It's on Suffolk Street. Yeah. He's a gorgeous boy. If you're in Christchurch, go and see him. Fully. Go to Tom's. Like, okay, I know that you guys all listening know us as Steph and Jason or Jason and Steph depending on what day of the week it is but we're actually Steph and Tom and Jason Steph and Jason and Tom Tom and Steph and Jason I think it should be it actually is (laughs) I was definitely a late addition (laughs) yeah before Jason and Steph there was Tom and Steph and let me tell you it was chaos trouble (laughs) right here in River City You balanced us out somehow. But anyway, so (laughs) (laughs) discussing this with Tom at dinner and, or maybe it was the next day, not sure. Um, And I said, you know what? I think it was the quality because my first ever martini was at that bar beside Stonewall. Was it called like, it's not called Sassy's, but it may as well have been called, like, Sassy's Cocktail Bar. So I had a martini there and it was really bad. I don't think I've ever tried one again until lockdown, which you can go back and listen to. Either our second or first or second episode were the martinis, right? Yeah. Or maybe even third because we had to buy the stuff. Anyway, it's a great time. You should go and listen. So, um, yeah, this weekend I had a gin martini, Dirty. And I could have had another one, and I could have had one the next day as well. So. You've changed. That would have been terrible. I would have been wasted, but. Who cares? Isn't that the point of drinking alcohol? That's the only reason we drink, right? To get trashed. 
Absolutely. And to like fuck our skin and our livers up. We don't need those. I know. My stomach. God, I've been I've been living the thirty year old fantasy. I've like been I've been popping um neurofin and which I don't know if anyone's been asked this before, but at Chemist Warehouse the other day they were like, Oh, have you used these before to the ibuprofen that I bought in to uh, the box of a hundred? And I was like, Oh, darling. I, I have used these before. I'm on them right now. And she was like, well, that's not the answer you're supposed to give. <laughs> <laughs> did she mention but, anything about stomach ulcers? No, she did uh. not mention. She was just like, okay, good. You've used them before. But I was like, is this something like, could she have been like, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. But like you, you, I'm not well, going to sell these to you. As someone who's worked in a pharmacy. Yeah. You got them on prescription, right? No, these were just off the oh. off the rack. New thing. They're asking if you've used Nurofen ibuprofen before. I mean, that's not new. I think, like, asking if someone's used a medication before is pretty normal. Like, I would have asked that back in the day, but probably not to Nurofen. Well, you can buy that at the supermarket. Like, no one at self-service is going to be like... like Trisha, the self-service voice at Countdown, isn't going to be like, boop. Her name is so Trisha. I uh, know. That's, that's accurate. Is that, did you make that up? Just then. Wow. Yeah. I, but me and her, like, we see each other almost daily. Like, of course I know her name is Trisha. True. You're part of the family. Yes. I'm a Trisha stan. Boop. Like, isn't that so crazy when she does that? It is crazy. Guess what else is crazy? What? While I was in Christchurch, I went to Northlands Mall, which, if you've never been there, is probably, like, I would rank it, would you say, well, the Colombo is the most elite, but it's because it's actually nice. I would probably put it in, like, the top three of all malls in Christchurch. Rickerton being the craziest. Yeah. I don't know. Northland is a nice mall. Northland. And mall culture is very Christchurch. Mall culture is so Christchurch. What is that about Christchurch? Like, why do you guys love malls so much? There's one in every corner of Christchurch. There's a different mall. Being at Northland's mall reminded me of midnight premieres. I'm pretty sure that, or would that have been the Palms? The Palms was a good mall. See, there's the Palms, there's Linwood, there's South City. That's five malls. And I haven't even got all of them. space of four corners. Hornby. Um, I'm sure there's more. What's the Christmas mall? Uh, The Flash Mob Mall. Oh my, yeah, the Flash Mob (laughs) Mall, specifically. Um, Well, I thought it was... uh, it might, yeah, I thought it was Northlands, but then when I got to the food court, I was like, this is not the food court where the flash mob took place. Oh, it's not. I mean, I wasn't there, but like... <laughs> You've seen the I YouTube feel like it's video. Not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Northland Mall too. That's why I thought you brought it up. And speaking of Christmas, Mall Santa Chris Parker, you got to see him this week. I did. I got to go to his show... Uh, gentleman um, at the Isaac Theatre Royal which was also a trip 
Um, I wow. hadn't been in there for a really long time. And you know what? It really made me realize, like, the Opera House in Wellington, those, when you're in the gods, you can't see anything. But, like, even though I was in the gods in this one, I still felt like I was right there with Chris. And the show was amazing. Um, it was very, like... Because he's our age, basically, all the comedy and the humour is so relatable to millennials um, and just, like, people who are like Chris in varying <laughs> meanings of whatever that means. But I just, like, yeah. <laughs> and so it was really great. And I got to see him afterwards. I didn't get to, like, chat properly. Um, but he's very tall. He is very tall. Yeah, which was kind of shocking. What? Um, he's a Parker. I know. He also had a theory. Sorry if this is a spoiler alert for anyone still going to his show. But he has a theory that the third sibling is always the gay one. Which doesn't track for you. Which was upsetting because we had three gay siblings in the group. Well... Just saying, my mum did have a miscarriage right before me. Whoa. Whoa. So it tracks. It tracks. It still tracks. Amazing. Yeah, so that was great. We had a really fun night. Christchurch was amazing, as always, and it was super sunny. Um, How was your weekend, even though it's now Thursday and the weekend was ages ago? (laughs) Well, my weekend was awesome. I, it kind of started on Thursday night, like last Thursday. Uh, Happy birthday to my boyfriend, Tori. We had a gorgeous time together. We ended up going to see Paige's um, secret gig, which she put on for her fans to celebrate the release of her new single. Uh, which was really, really sweet. She gave us goodie bags. Inside the goodie bags were dwarf sunflower seeds, regular sunflower seeds, uh, Karma Cola's Lemmy Lemon drinks. Whoa, Uh, I love a Lemmy Lemon. They are I've got two sitting in the fridge right now just waiting for a day where I need my thirst quenched. Whoa. <laughs> I couldn't, I was about to say quenched thirst. Yeah, I, I could kind of see that. I kind of heard it as well. Um, hungover, lemmy lemon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, fully. Um, and then we went to see uh, a drag king show, which was called Men at Work. And last week's pod, I was calling it Men of Steel. And I was also... Is that Thor? Um, no, Man of Steel is like, oh... Is that not the latest <laughs> Thor movie? Wait, let me Google that. <laughs> I thought Man it was like a stripper of... show. Oh, sorry. Man of Steel was a, sp- a Superman movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Came out in 2013. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like yesterday. Uh, oh, my God. I actually think we went to the movie theaters and watched that together in Sydney. Oh, with Amy Adams and Henry Cavill. No? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Amy Adams wasn't in it, but... Okay. She was in another one like that. Oh, legit. No, she was in the Drag King show that I went and watched, uh, Men at Work. Amy Adams? (laughs) She'd be a great drag queen. Great. Like, excellent. Yeah. So this show was really awesome. Um, Put on by Monty Montgomery, Drag King 
icon here in Tamaki Makoto. And yeah, if you get to check out one of their shows, uh, you definitely, definitely should. So we had a great time on Thursday. And then Friday, um, our friends at Little Sister PR uh, gave us tickets to Friend of the Pod VK. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we went and saw her and she put on, she's like giving Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Saturday. Drag Race is back, 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 back again. And I actually don't want to talk about it too much because it's part of my peak too soon. <laughs> okay. Well, in that case, we should... In the face! I'm Alan. I, <laughs> I know. I, I haven't been, like... I haven't been on TikTok to see, oh. like... That is not on my TikTok yet, but oh my god, it really should be. Like, just the like... (gasps) Yeah, so bad. Okay, we'll come back to that. So, let's get into your first sip then, while I take another sip. It's the first sip! Oh, did you notice? I'm stemless again tonight. Yeah, I did notice that. But um, I'm actually wineless completely tonight, which is (laughs) way more shocking than you going from stem to stemless. I know. So, my first sip this week... And it actually ties in so well to the last couple of weeks where Steph has been asking me, what am I doing for my birthday? What is your plan for the birthday? The birthday's coming up. And it really is. Like, it's less than one month till my birthday. 20th of September. Put it in your calendars. But on the 21st of September, one of my favorite artists of all time who I've never got to see live, Tovlo or Tuvalu. Tuvalu. Oh, Tuvalu. No, yeah. Tu. Tuvalu is how he, they say that. Tuvalu. Ooh. Tuvalu. They didn't say Tuvalu. Tuvalu? No. Tuvalu. She's from like Sweden. I know. Oh, Tuvalu. Sure. It's playing. <laughs> it's playing the power station. Whoa. Um, in Auckland. And tickets are on sale right now. They are just over $80, I believe. And I will be there. So I just wanted to really hype that up. 21st of September, it will be my boxing birthday. Me, Tuvalu. And And you. And whoever else is wanting to come, come on down. Let's celebrate. It'll be lit. Go listen to her song, uh, No One Dies From Love, which is the uh, the like lead single off the new project that she's about to release. It's hot. And the music video is even hotter. Well, my first sip yeah. is a not as um, light as a Tuvalu concert, but... <laughs> I do have a little concert. Um, I have been listening to a podcast this week that I have had in my, like, you know when someone recommends something to you and you're like, okay, cool, and you'll go and download it or, like, like it on Spotify, but then it just sits there sometimes until you're ready to listen to it. Is this? Yes. Yeah? Um, yeah. And so it's actually. <laughs> I thought you were just going to, like, you know oh, that? Well. No, like... <laughs> no, she needed confirmation. <laughs> yeah. Yes, darling, I know exactly what that's like. I'm here with you. Thank you. So this uh, podcast is five episodes, but it's like an offshoot from the 7am podcast called Everybody Knows. And trigger warning, it's um, based around um, complaints of misconduct and sexual 
assault um, or sexual misconduct in the Australian music industry, specifically at Sony Music. Um, and the journalist Ruby Jones is like going and on this journey to discover, I guess, why the Me Too movement kind of started real gung-ho in Australia, but just kind of stopped after a while. Um, it did come out in September last year, so some there's probably more like stuff that's come out in the year since. Oh my god, 18th. Oh no, we're August. Um, sorry. <laughs> that is my brain. That is how scary it is to be me. My brain is so everywhere. <laughs> but yes, it's a very serious and important um, piece of journalism that I think is super <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Sorry, I've lost it. Whoa, it wasn't that funny, was it? <laughs> no, but then it was a very serious, important <laughs> yeah. piece of journalism. Yeah. <laughs> Just like this podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know? So, yeah, no, very, very serious. Yes, yeah, so, and it's only five episodes. I love something that will, like, tell the story in that short amount of time. It's great. Yes, I will definitely be checking that one out. Yeah. That sounds right up my alley. Amazing. So let's get on to our lives of the party. Whoop, whoop. Well, my life of the party this week uh, involves Kim Petras, who is, for those of you who don't know, is a trans artist who is making like massive waves in the queer scene and in like she's on the brink of mainstream. She's had Paris Hilton in her music videos. She is working with Sam Smith at the moment on a song. And she was gearing up to release her debut album, um, which was going to be called Problematic, a couple of years ago. And she released the first single, The Future Starts Now. And she did a bunch of live performances of that single and then Nothing really came from it. And it could have been like because of the pandemic. So then later she releases another single called Coconuts, which went viral on TikTok. And then Silence. And this was all in the space of about two years. And now just this week, she has told her fans that the album has been shelved. It's been put in limbo and someone has leaked it online. And normally when you get a leak online, it's like not cool to go and listen to it because like, obviously the artist put a lot of work and time into like the release plan and that's not the fantasy for them. But Kim Petras is literally out there doing interviews being like, everyone go and listen to it, go and find it. It's never going to come out on streaming. It's never going to come out the way I dreamed. So go and listen to it. Cause I made it for you. And I'm like living in this nightmare of like never being able to put out music right now. Whoa, yes, I know. So, I it's actually on YouTube, there are a bunch of um YouTube links to it. So, uh, it's good, it's good, it's great pop music, it's pop, pop, pop to your drop. And I just think it's so cool that she's literally out there being like, I know, I see it all happening in front of me, and she's just like acknowledging it and um like going with it it's cool i love it that's power yeah. it is power so you can find it on youtube um there are quite a few different links but um it's just like problematic kim petras full album stunning yeah 
Um, so my life of the party, I walked down to my local cafe today uh, on my lunch break, and which is new because obviously discovering a new suburb. Yes, um, and thoughts? Well, it's actually a Coffee Supreme cafe, stocked cafe, so that's really nice. Um, but, uh, and the coffee is really good and I had like a vegan lasagna cause I got in late last night and just like could not deal with going to the supermarket. So, and it was so good. Like I swear they put like mustard powder or mustard seeds through it, which probably like is not really like, I guess the Italians would frown on that, right? If they were like to see it cause it's lasagna. But it was damn good. Wow. Yeah. So while I was sitting there waiting for my bits, um, I turned and I saw the Sunday Star Times magazine, of which on the cover was Melanie Linsky. And I remember that I'd seen the article posted online as well on Ensemble magazine. And it's an article titled, Melanie Linsky has been ready for this moment for years. Written by Zoe Walker-Awa. And it's like a great profile on Melanie Linsky. And I guess um, a lot of different things. But her um, uh, her career over the past, what? She's in her early mid-40s. Maybe like 30 years. I think they were like 14. Between 14 and 16 when they um, filmed Heavenly Creatures. Yeah. And um, just, I guess, the grind that she's been putting in and now her coming into this huge success, even though, like, I would argue that being on Two and a Half Men when they when she was on that show was peak success. Like, that was one of, like, the longest-running shows that were paid so much money. Like, probably she wasn't paid as much as Charlie Sheen, but... But her renaissance. Yes. Yes, she's in a renaissance era. Um, she is. And it's really great. The photos are um, all her in New Zealand designers, which was really cool. And I just think it was really worth a read. Um, it also compared her to people like Laura Dern and um, uh, Jennifer Coolidge and Natasha Leone, who are these hugely successful actresses that we've seen for years and are kind of having this resurgence in their roles at the moment. Um, but also just like the fact that she's like a mum raising kids, she wants to buy a house back here that they can come to and like have Christmases. Like it was just really nice. And I just think like it's really worth celebrating Melanie Linsky as one of our greats because I feel like she gets forgotten. Yes, legit. Like, everyone's out there talking about Anna Paquin. Yeah, that's true. And they probably, like, that was probably around a similar time that that Piano and um, Heavenly Creatures came out. I guess maybe, like, in a misogynistic world, that being her breakout role potentially wasn't seen as, like, I don't know, this is all, like, conspiracy, but because it was, like, a movie about lesbians, like, perhaps it was, like, seen as, like, not as upper echelon as, say, the piano or whatever. I don't know. smut. Complete smut. But then you could argue that the piano was written by Jane, uh, directed by Jane Campion, a woman, and the Heavenly Creatures. Is it Heavenly Creatures or Heavenly Bodies? It's Heavenly Creatures movie. Yes, so... 
Um, that was directed by Peter Jackson, so maybe that's not a really valid argument. But I really loved it. And also, guess who got a shout out in the article? You'll never guess. How how can I have a clue? Yeah, you can have a clue. Shall we get soup? Matt Rogers. And Bowen Yang, Last Culturistas podcast. There's like a quote from their chat about her in Yellow Jackets. Whoa. So we can assume that Zoe Walker Ala is a reader and that she's one of us, which we knew already because her work is amazing. Um, Did you ever watch Yellow Jackets? No, not yet. I would recommend. I still recommend. I did recommend and I recommend it today. I will. I love it. Yeah. But yeah, we'll link the article and you guys should go have a read. And this photo is stunning. I bet they are. Also included some New Zealand designers I'd never heard of. So I was like, okay, learning moment. Wow, cool. Love to see it. Wow, what is your peak too soon this week, Miss Stephanie Moore? <sighs> okay, so there is a backstory to this. Um, down in Christchurch, uh, I was at pre-drinks, pre-Chris Parker, which was lovely. Uh, and... So, on Be Real, right? I've got you and Jimmy, and then I've got all the Wellington people who are all not 30. And then <laughs> I've got my, the Christchurch peeps who, again, are 30. So, I feel like there's this special bond of, like, 30, like, millennials on Be Real, you know? We're in the trenches together. We're deciding that we will not let technology take over. We are going to keep up with the kids, whatever it takes. And so in rolls the Christchurch Be Real crew, right? And would you know it, our Be Reels all go off. And that was really exciting because we were standing in a semicircle and then we start to take our B reels. Where the peak too soon comes in. Did you know you can see how many times someone has retaken their B reel? No. <laughs> if you go to my B reel, because uh, I did it kind of on purpose, but also not on purpose because I did retake it. I retook my B reel today. So if you go onto your B-Reel and you hit the three dots on the side of mine. Yes. Wait, I need to find yours. I've got, oh, yep, there she is. You will see I retook it probably five times, I'm at a guess. Yeah, it was five (laughs) retakes. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Oh, my God. That is so crazy. So So people know I wasn't being real. Well, that's so crazy. Oh my god, so so many of my people on the Be Real don't... Oh, Sky has two retakes. This is so shame. <laughs> oh my god, you have to be real. I know. It's, okay, here's my issue with Be Real. Is okay. I, I never know where the front camera is going to be on my face. Yes, there is... I think it's the same every time. I don't know what order it is, but... um. We could ask Mary because she go- does really good ones where it's like her face twice. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I still don't get it. I think it's front camera first, then back camera. I see. Well, um, Mary has one retake. <laughs> Not real. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, do you think people are going to become be real celebrities? Have you ever gone to the Discover page? Yeah, I'm on it right now. It's not that interesting when you don't know the people, though, is it? 
No, I think it would be wise for celebrities to get on Be Real. Whoa, me too. Have we had this discussion? I've no, not someone. at all, but it would make so much sense, eh? Definitely. Like, it needs to happen, for sure. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you, I guess you could start. <laughs> Tell me about your peak too soon. So my peak too soon involves... None other than, spoiler alert, the most recent Sashay Away Mini Cooper. Yeah, I feel a bit like, God, we didn't know Mini Cooper. (laughs) I feel like we didn't know Mini Cooper at all. This woman who was on Drag Race... I still don't feel like that was a good representation of her. I know that she was trying to be like, this is me. I'm just like this. I'm like, is anyone like that? So basically for those not watching, she was just like starting drama. She was really coming for everyone. If she had a problem with a lot of the girls and some of the girls were being disrespectful, but many either took a joke really really well and it was just like ha 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 and would like say something it would volley back all the joke or she would demand an apology and make everything really tense and everyone quite uncomfortable Mm. and i mean that's the pressure of the competition some people deal with it well and some people do not but that's not what i'm here to talk about I'm here to talk about the lip sync. (laughs) The two girls are lip syncing to a Lady Gaga classic. Uh, When that song started, I was like, oh my God, what a great, what a hit. Whoever's in charge of the music for this at Warner Brothers Television here in New Zealand, congratulations. Dance in the Dark by Lady Gaga. Yes, from me. Yes, it was so good. The song choice was really good. And if you close your eyes and re-watch that lip sync, it's one of the best ones ever. <laughs> I just could not get... Uh, what was Minnie up to? Do you think she was she was shocked when she got sent home? Yeah. I think, like, for context for people who didn't see it, the runway theme was Sick to so, so gay. gay. So they were all... Well, Minnie was dressed as a clown and was just sort of... Clown, clown parade, clown brigading around yes, the stage. Yeah. And it was just bizarre. But I think, you know, like, you're right. I think probably she did not think she was going to be in the bottom. She she did say that she knew she wasn't in it. Yeah, I think maybe she was shocked. But also I think back to, like, the editing. I'm wondering whether there was... Like, Art Simone said that when uh, when she came back for the second halfway through the season the producers they just kept saying like this is drag race like we need some drama like we need you guys to play a bit more so whether or not that note was given um and maybe it was editing but I also don't want to excuse like there were moments where she was just being pretty rude or not but then she did kind of accept everyone's apologies like it all got put to bed yeah, for her. Yeah. It yeah, will be interesting so. to see how the queens react when they walk in at the beginning of next episode. Agreed. I think they would be glad to 
for that energy to be gone from the workroom. But I also think they'll be sad to see Minnie gone because they all really, really respect her and they really uh, believe in her drag. And I do too. She's actually performing in Auckland very soon on the 9th of September, I think. Yeah. Her one woman show. So that'll be honestly awesome. Like I thought she was going to win. Yeah, I was really here, but Spanky's in the motherfucking house of drag tonight. Every week. What was your overall um, thoughts on the Snatch Game? I think that Yuri did a great job, was like laugh out loud hilarious. Agreed. Obviously, I think Ellen is a really great character. Do you? should be done again. Interesting. I don't think that was a good Ellen, but I think there Ellen has got so much you could do. Because huh, I kind of thought, so I watched it with Ina, my friend, and she's never seen the Snatch Game before, so it was very hard to a explain what was going on because it wasn't that great. Um, and I didn't have a B, but we'll go back to A. Um, I just kind of thought like Ellen was a one-dimensional character almost. Like, you come in, you dance, but, like, you, like, say, like, be kind, whatever her catchphrase was. Like, what else is there apart from she's a lesbian and she's problematic? I mean, you've got the haircut. You could do it. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm Princess Diana. I'm not Ellen. Oh, that was another recommendation I wanted to give. Before we say the mantra... Um, our friend of the pod, Kate Spiana, she recently... Um, is honestly lit. She's just honestly fucking lit. She posted recently a playlist that everyone needs to follow titled Lady Die Revenge Playlist. Diana didn't need no messy wasteman like Charles and neither do you. And it's just a heap of iconic songs. Wow, cool. Yeah, yeah. so you guys should all get in on that. Uh, but I think let's say the mantra. Awesome. 2001 to 2008. There, there ain't a song that we hate. Now, I'm worried we might have the same song. Is your song related Whoa. to the last 10 minutes? No. Okay. Well, before I heard Jason's Peak Too Soon, I decided that this song needed to be added to the playlist. It came out in 2009, and just like he said, if you close your eyes and pretend it was one of the best lip syncs ever on Drag Race. So I would like to please add Dance in the Dark by Lady Gaga to the playlist. Whoa. I honestly think it's one of the best songs that's ever been added, hands down. You can do the clown jig to it anytime you like. (laughs) Just the, like, one of them, like, literally feeling herself like so hard like like she's acting her way through dance in the dark and then yeah. just being like <laughs> what are so your crazy. thoughts on beverly kills go home done yeah finished. i was like okay this is her time until the fucking i thought it was her time started. too yeah i mean she probably did as well they all must have well i definitely think Minnie did mm. so my song relates <laughs> to a song that we talked about a few weeks ago drew Nemia because i saw james Musterpick yesterday at while i was at work he was having a drink right outside work whoa i know and i was like hello 
but I didn't say that. I just was like <laughs> looking at him to be like, yeah, I think he was on a date though. This is just like so. me. Yeah, me too. It looked really um, chill vibes only. But it got me thinking like what other great pop songs came out around that time in New Zealand? And so I did a little bit of digging and this song I'm scared. went off. I'm so scared. Vince Harder, you everything. Everything I want. Everything, everything I, need. I need. Are you sure that's Take not it. on the playlist? It's not. I already checked. Wow, that is crazy. So I was actually, I was actually thinking about the song a mere hours ago, because everything. Yeah, because um, there's a new. Well, they're not new, but there's a group that's releasing a song for Waiata Anthems next month that um, I someone got in touch about our friend Kate from Little Sister actually. And I was like, God, I swear that's Vince Harder, but it turns out it wasn't. But I was thinking about that song. Wow. Into it. It's on the playlist. It's nice to have some Kiwi music back on there again. Yeah. So you didn't want to add Drew Nemia? No, that song's not on Spotify. Oh. Only his shower sex playlist is. That's right. (laughs) Hey, you know what I've just thought of? We could do a James Mustapick lead campaign to get that song on Spotify. Do you think we can just say that he's leading it and we actually lead it? No, I think we get him involved. Like, we say, like, hey, James, we've been chatting and we think this song needs to be on Spotify. Like, will you help us? Could you just slide into Drew's? Does Drew Or does Drew hate the song? Okay, wait. Does Drew Nemia have Instagram? Wasn't he private? Surely. Oh, hang on. We can't get James involved because James has blocked... Drew has blocked James. Okay. Well, no. Well, he'll need us then. Oh, my God. This is truly shocking. Okay. What? Drew's Instagram has a phonetic spelling of his surname in the bio. And I think we've all been saying it wrong. Neemia. Is that how you read that? Drew. Neemia. Neemia. Wow. And do you know what it was? Okay, well, I'm I'm not sure if this is right, but I swear I've never seen the, like, apostrophe. Do you think he was, like, whitewashed to be Nemia? Yeah. Yeah. And it's Neemia. I would say yes, but that would be a great conversation to have with him after, at his single release party. Okay, I think we need to do some getting in touch here. He doesn't have a link in his bio. (laughs) How can we pre-save his new single without a link in his bio? Oh, speaking of, please, if you are listening to this and you haven't yet pre-saved my single, How to Be Lonely, which is coming out on the 2nd of September, please, 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 can you go and give that a pre-save? It just makes Spotify think that I'm lit and cool and um, makes it more likely for me to get on playlists and stuff. So I know it's um, annoying because I've watched some people try to do it and it's not the easiest thing to do. It was so easy for me. The worst thing is that if you don't know your Spotify password, 
Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I've watched people yeah, do. Yeah, so... But I've also watched people change their passwords so that they could do it. So... Yeah, and save it the to dream your is alive, chain or whatever that's called. Yeah, like, okay. go to the link in my bio, pre-save How To Be Lonely, um, and I'll love you forever and ever and ever. What, what, Well, I think that's just about us. Yeah, I actually think that is us. <laughs> Uh, please follow us on Instagram at kickonspod. Um, I think you've still got a chance to enter our giveaway uh, to see Wallace and Nairi. Oh, no, the winner has been announced. Congratulations to insert name here. That is awesome. Um, that show is going to be really good. If you didn't win, then that's okay because you can buy your own tickets because you're an adult and you go to work. And you and have parents. <laughs> And you've got parents with money. <laughs> uh, yes, the show is tomorrow. If you're listening on Thursday in Wellington and Saturday in Auckland. And uh, yeah, can't wait. It's going to be so good. And it we, really is. Yeah. We get to meet one of our pen pals, Ben. Ben pals. Ben pals. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cool. going to be nice. Um Yes, thank you everyone. Follow us on Instagram, listen to the playlist. And it's Naemia, not Nemia. Bye! Bye.